Another program will follow in just a moment. What is the 14-day Palmolive plan? Yes, what is the 14-day Palmolive plan? Ladies, it's easy. It has been proved to bring lovelier complexions to two out of three women. Here's all you do. Three times each day, clean your skin with Palmolive soap. Then each time, take one minute more to massage Palmolive's beautifying lather into your skin like a cream. Then rinse. It sounds simple, but listen. 36 doctors prove this Palmolive plan brings a lovelier complexion to two out of three women. No matter what type of skin you have, dry or oily, the 14-day Palmolive plan really works. So get Palmolive. See what Palmolive can do for your skin in only 14 days. For a breath that's sweet and a smile that dazzles, it's Colgate Tooth Powder. For a riot of fun, it's America's wacky, wistful, wonderful scatterbrain, Judy Canova! Howdy, folks, howdy, and welcome to Rancho Canova. Well, sir, I certainly had myself a swell time last week. I, I was the honored guest of the 13th Army Division up at Camp Beale in Sacramento, California. And I want to say right now that I sure had fun. Uh, I went up there in an Army bomber, and when they invited me to drop in on them, I didn't think they meant it until the bomb bay doors opened and I fell out. <laughs> uh, I, I sure am glad I was wearing, I mean, uh, two parachutes. <laughs> I needed that other one where I landed. <laughs> while, uh, while I was riding in the bomber, I, I had myself quite a talk there with the rear gunner. That's the fellow that has to get the lead out fast. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, up there when they have a celebrity to visit them, they fire a 21-gun salute. So uh, when I got there, two KPs walked out and busted a paper bag. <laughs> General Wogan, he's the commanding officer up there. He sure is a nice fella. He just took me all over that camp, and he says to me, he says, Miss Canova, what would you do if you had all these men under your command? I says, well, General, I bet I'd have more fun with them than you have. <laughs> uh, when I got there, when I got there, I went right into the mess hall and I had dinner. Uh, they was all eating chicken. One fella was an aviator, and he ate so many wings, he felt like flying. <laughs> Another fellow ate so much neck, he felt like necking. I just felt like sitting there. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, well, one fellow says to me that when we got through there, that he was going to A-W-O-L. I said, you mean you're leaving camp? He said, no, A-W-O-L. After women or liquor? <laughs> Uh, pardon me, Miss Judy, but before you sing your first song tonight, I'd like you all to meet your new band leader. Miss Judy, let me present Mr. Charles Dance. How do you do, Miss Canova? Uh, howdy. Say, uh, he's sure cute, ain't he, folks? <laughs> Mr. Dance, uh, you can just call me Judy. Well, thank you, Judy. 
You know, I've seen you in all your pictures, and I think you're terrific. Would you like to have dinner with me after the broadcast? Gee, a musical wolf. <laughs> well, uh, I'll go, but I hope you ain't like the last musician I was out with. Well, did you hit all the night spots? Did we? <laughs> Over to the owl drugstore, then Thrifty's drugstore, then back to the owl drugstore. Well, I'm telling you, at midnight I was spinning. You were? Yep. I got my head caught in the molded milk machine. <laughs> well, how about your song, Judy? That popular favorite that so many people have asked you to repeat. Pistol Packin' Mama. Listen to the story of a cross-eyed gal named Peg. She shot a pistol in the air and hit him in the leg. He said, lay that pistol down, babe. Lay that pistol down. Pistol Packin' Mama. Lay that pistol down. Never flirt with a gal named Ted down old Texas way. Cause if you do, I'm telling you, is what you'll have to say. Whoa, whoa, lay that pistol down, babe. Lay that pistol down. Pistol packing, mama. Lay that pistol down. Happy made a batch of corn. The revenue is came. That draw was closed, so now they know that you can't do that to me. Well, they lay the pistol down, babe. Lay that pistol down. Pistol packing, mama. Lay that pistol down. He was singing songs in the cabaret. Was he having fun? Until one night he didn't sing right, and now he's on the run. Oh, lay, lay that pistol down, babe. Lay that pistol down. Pistol packing, mama. Lay that pistol down. Oh, I guess I'm just lonesome tonight, Geranium. Gee, I sure wish that Mr. Niles hadn't gone back to New York. Oh, honey, I knows what's the matter with you. You's in love with Mr. Niles. Ah, don't be silly, Geranium. Then quit putting butter on your hand and combing your pancakes. <laughs> oh, cut that out. Now, Mr. Niles ain't interested in me. Oh, I guess I just don't appeal to no man. Oh, that ain't so, honey. You told me you was engaged once. Oh, that, oh. Yeah, yeah, I was engaged to a fella once. But, see, one night we played a game. First I hid, and then he hid. That was two years ago. I ain't seen him since. <laughs> well, I'll never forget the first man I was engaged to. He was an aviator. He got me a job at the flying field. What were you, Geranium, a hostess? Oh, no, honey, I was essential to the pilots. They needed me for the first solo flight. Well, uh, what did that first solo flight consist of? Once around me. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, tell me, tell me, Draven, how, how did you happen to break off with him? Well, honey, one night I caught him in the arms of another woman. Boy, was I jealous. I bet you turned green. I tried, but I couldn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> but Pomeroy likes me. Yeah, I'll never forget the first time he put his arms around me. He hugged me tight and he says, honey... You remind me of the book I'm reading. Uh, what was the name of the book? All This and Heavy Too. <laughs> Come in. 
pardon me for talking in your face, senorita, but now that Senor Niles has gone away, I would like to have his room. Uh, you just have to stay in the bunkhouse, Pedro, because there's plenty of people walking the streets that can't get a room on account of the shortage. That's right, honey. Why, the hotels is full, all the apartment houses is full. Why do you think Miss Roosevelt keeps flying around the country? <laughs> I, uh, well, I walked into a hotel yesterday, and the lobby was all dark. I says to the clerk, I says to him, why don't you open the Venetian blinds? He says, I did yesterday, and four guests fell out. <laughs> Senorita, I wish you'd let me sleep in the house, because when I sleep with Gonzalez, I freeze. He is part Indian. Well, what has Gonzalez being part Indian got to do with you freezing? When he walks in his sleep, he takes the blanket with him. <laughs> I'm sorry, Pedro. I put an ad in the papers, and I'm going to rent the room to somebody who needs it. Oh, this might be somebody about the room now. Dream, hand me a comb, and I'll give my hair a few swipes, yes? <laughs> my, I've got noisy pigtails. <laughs> Come in. Oh, shucks, it's you, Sylvester. What do you want? I just came in to tell you that I moved all my stuff into Mr. Niles' room. <laughs> you know, it's silly me sleeping out in the stable with the horses. Besides, there's a leak in the roof, and when it stormed last night, it rained right on my face. The storm ain't over yet. <laughs> Well, I refuse to sleep any longer with those horses. You know what happened to me last morning? That new ranch hand, Bud, he came in at 5 o'clock. He threw a set of harnesses on me. Before I could explain to him, I had plowed six acres of alfalfa. I had plowed six acres of alfalfa. <laughs> well, listen here. Now, take off that feed bag and go get your things right out of Mr. Niles' room. Miss Judy, you're making a serious mistake. I could be useful around the house when you're lonesome. I could make love to you. You make love to me? Certainly. I got sexual appeal, and when I start romancing, I can sure turn it on. Well, as far as I'm concerned, you can turn it off. Now you go move that stuff out of that room. Oh, suffering fucker thing. <laughs> Poor fella, he's so mad he didn't know where he's going. Why, Pedro, what's the matter with you? You've been sitting there holding your jaw. Oh, I got a teeth ache, senorita. You poor man, you poor, poor man, you. Which teeth is it that bothers you? It is my tobacco tooth. Your tobacco tooth? Let me see. Yeah, it is this one, senorita. My bicuspid or. <laughs> oh, Pedro, you're impossible. Don't you care for your teeth? I do not care for them when they ache. No, I mean, don't you care for them like Mr. Niles told you? You know, for a breath that's sweet and a smile that dazzles, brush your teeth with Colgate tooth powder night and morning and before every date. But, senorita... Now, you listen to me, Pedro. If you don't want your teeth to put up a miserable showing, use this here Colgate tooth powder. It'll take off that stuff that Mr. Niles calls surface film. It'll show up your teeth so they sure enough sparkle when you smile. And it'll make your breath real sweet, too. See, Senorita, I remember Mr. Niles always said Colgate tooth powder cleans your breath as he cleans your teeth. Yep. Colgate tooth powder stops that all unpleasing breath. Stops it instantly in seven cases out of ten. Scientific tests sure have proved that. So, Pedro, 
You just brush your teeth night and morning and before every date with Colgate tooth powder for a vested sweet and a smile that dazzles. That's it, Colgate tooth powder. See? Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe this is somebody about the room. Come in. Hello, Eddie Dean. Oh, hello, Miss Judy. Say, now that Ken Niles is gone, how about you, me, and Gorn for a horseback ride in the moonlight? Why well, can see us now, Miss Judy, riding along the trail. We stop under a tree. Your horse should reach over and kiss my horse. And, well, I'd feel like doing the same thing. Well, go right ahead, Ed. It's your horse. <laughs> <laughs> then I'd light a fire and we'd sit there. And I'll pull out my old trusty guitar and croon you a tune. Yeah, like what? Well, uh, like the song of the trail. Written by our new orchestra leader, Charlie Dant. Go ahead, Eddie. I'm singing the song of the trail My song of the mountains and plains I'm lonesome tonight by the campfire For pals that I'll never see again In the glow of the embers They pass by one by one comes the dawn and their faces slowly fade with the sun. I'm singing the song of the trail of days long ago in the west. I'm lonesome tonight for that trail. Our gals that I always love the best Let me ride down that trail To the gal that I love best Oh, that was real pretty, Eddie You are Say, that's Russian. Why didn't you say it in English? You wouldn't like it. I have come for a room. My name is Smaguzniak K. Smaguzniak K. Smaguzniak. Well, what's the K for? To break the monotony. <laughs> I had just arrived in this country from Russia. From Russia? How'd you get out of Russia? I followed the Germans. I was a member of the Moscow Opera Company. I studied under Linkovich, who studied under Kremovich, who studied under Blankovich, who studied under Moscovich. My goodness, how could you tell Vich was Vich? <laughs> Is that girl Hachakornia? Say, hey, honey, he don't look like no Russian to me. Make him prove it. I'd like to hear him sing something in Russian. What would you like to hear, fair one? Are you kidding? <laughs> Now sing something in Russian, I tell you. Sing the Volga Boatman. Okay, dokie. Oh, black jaw. Oh, black jaw. Oh, black jaw. What's old Black Joe doing on the Volga River? Manpower shortage. <laughs> well, I guess you're all right. I tell you, the room will be $10 a week. Please, let us not speak of money, honey. 
After all, money is nothing but a curse. Just a curse. Start swearing, brother. Start swearing. Perhaps, my little Bublitsky, we can make a business deal. In exchange for my room and board, I will gladly give you vocal lessons. In Russia, I am known as a great tutor. All right, let's hear you toot some. Quiet, Geranium. Mister, you're all for interest, me. I sing a little. Uh, I ain't got nobody. You ain't got no voice either. <laughs> What's the matter? Don't you like popular music? Well, there is one song I like. It's called Sunday, Monday, and Betty Grable. Right, cute, but I tell you, my favorite right is Praise the Lord and Pass Cary Grant. <laughs> Enough of this. Let me hear you sing. Hit Do. Do. Hit Ray. Ray. Hit me. <laughs> now pick me up. I don't think you're a very good teacher. Tell me, who'd you ever teach, anyhow? Every night I teach Lana Turner and Hedy Lamar and Paul Ed Goddard. Now, wait a minute. They can't sing. Oh, you're wasting your time. She is so young. <laughs> I will introduce you to the masters. Have you ever heard of Rachmaninoff, Tchaikovsky, Shostakovich, Kusavitsky? Why, sure, I never miss a Notre Dame game. <laughs> oh, Miss Judy, I just came in to tell you that I moved all of my clothes out of Mr. Niles' room. I'm glad you did, Sylvester. You see, this gentleman is our new rumor, Sylvester. Meet Mrs. Magoozy. Mrs. Magoozy, meet Sylvester. Well, greetings and salutations. A peasant. Fui. In my country, that means fight, bud. Yes, in my country, it means fight. What do you know? We're both from the same country. <laughs> Say, I don't like your looks, bud. And if you still want to fight, I'll slap your puss if you meet me down by the swamp. Slap my puss here. It's just as damp. <laughs> you leave this gentleman alone. He's just new in our country. Why, he ain't even a citizen. Don't say that. I got my third papers. Third papers? Say, Mr. Miss Moogie, you, you're only supposed to get your first and second papers. The government ain't supposed to send you a third paper. That's what I keep telling my draft board. <laughs> well, enough of this. Come on, I tell you. I'll show you to your room. Uh, it's the best room in the house, Mrs. Magoozy. What kind of room is this? The bridal suite. <laughs> Telegram for Miss Judy Canova. Ah, uh, that's me. Thank you. Just, uh, this, this here writing is so close to the paper. <laughs> so, uh, Mister, can, can you read this for me, please, sir? Why, certainly, Miss Canova. Why, it's from Ken Miles. And Ken says... Here's something you'll agree makes sense, and lots of it. Today's Colgate tooth powder promises you a breath that's sweet and a smile that dazzles. A double protection for your charm that you can't afford to pass up. For Colgate is one tooth powder that will remove the dull surface film from your teeth, revealing all their natural attractive sparkle, and at the same time, bring you the priceless assurance that your breath is sweet and wholesome. Simply brush your teeth with Colgate tooth powder night and morning and before every date. Then step out confident in the fact that scientific tests have definitely proved Colgate tooth powder actually stops oral and pleasing breath. Stops it instantly. Let me add, in seven cases out of ten. So remember, friends, for a breath that's sweet and a smile that dazzles, get Colgate tooth powder, won't you? That's it, Colgate tooth powder. Love to you all. 
Signed, Ken. Oh, thank you, mister. Well, sir, I'm going to dedicate my next song to Mr. Niles way back there in New York. It's called Tears on My Pillow. tooth powder night and morning and before every date. I'll promise you a breath that's sweet and a smile that dazzles. Columbia Broadcasting System.